0: And once again, we are live in studio, another exciting and insightful edition of the MCW cast. I'm Legacy, MCW announcer, Larry Legend.
1: MCW director, John Rollins.
0: And I'm Tara. Welcome to the cast. That's right. Rolling right along in 2022 and... If people weren't familiar with you after last week, I'm sure they know who the man is that's sitting across from the table from me right now.
1: Yep, filling in for MCW owner Dan McDevitt for this week, so happy to be back and on the opposite side of the table this time.
2: (laughs) That's right. You're not in the hot seat this time. Well, you know, last week as we kind of celebrated our one-year anniversary of doing the MCW cast, we kind of did a behind-the-scenes um, one where we discussed actually all of the parts that make the MCW cast and MCW in general the um, you know wonderful machine that it is, and so you were across um, the, uh, the across the table last week, John, um, mm-hmm. as one of our guests because we were letting everybody know um, just what it is that you do um, here at MCW.
1: Yeah, it was an interesting experience. Uh, like we've had so many stars on here, and then oh yeah, let's peel and back menus. the curtain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> like you may be joking. I'm serious. But, yeah, it was a different experience for me.
0: Yeah. And they say variety is the spice of life. One thing that I learned, and I want to go ahead and shout it out right now, I know we're a week or two removed, but... John just celebrated a birthday, so happy belated mm-hmm. birthday from all of us here at MCW. Thank you. And after learning that fact, you know, my best friend for over 20 years, Craig Swenson, he's also born on January the 10th. So I feel like I know you even more now that I found out that factoid.
1: Got that wow. Capricorn's going. Oh, yeah. Big oh,
0: Capricorn I was energy. I just going to ask. Because yeah. right, I'm this
2: month, too, but I am not a Capricorn. You
0: are an Aquarius. Oh, I definitely am. <laughs> yep. My first one true love was an Aquarius. <laughs> yep. We've talked about this before. Only six months it lasted, but sometimes it's passion. Well, we can be a little airy. Well, you, know? you said <laughs> it. I did it. You said it. No, that's
2: true. I mean, that's that's one of the things if you're into that kind of thing with astrology, there's definitely some um characteristics that I feel that I identify with as an aquarian. Um creative Mm -hmm. kind of you know oh look something shiny over there yeah (laughs) (laughs) it makes us unique all right yeah Um, if you can tie us down long enough to finish one task
0: you You said you said it right there (laughs) tie them down long (laughs) enough um, was my experience um but real quick before we go on and start to rattle down all of the different platforms Mm -hmm. that you can you know subscribe to and listen to us to on a weekly basis I just want to once again give a huge shout out to our coffee club members. We are in the season now where it is cold in the studio. Okay, John's doing pure deer park. But Tara (laughs) and I, we've got some of that good java, and it's warming our souls, and we want to thank everyone from day one that has ever contributed, even if it's a dollar, you know, a dollar cup of coffee. We appreciate it. Keeps us caffeinated. Keeps us warm. And, yeah, thank you to each and every one of you.
2: Well said, Larry. Thank you for that. And also we want to thank you for uh, subscribing yes. and liking and um, listening and whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or if you're checking it out on a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Play <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, any of those. And um, we've just recently learned, too, that there's, you know, a, a ranking of wrestling ah, podcasts yes, out yes there. Uh-huh. and. um, we fell somewhere in the middle, correct, John? I, I think it 56, was like 56, I want to say. Maybe, yeah. Right. With yeah. uh With, what, 25,000 subscribers and mm-hmm. like 5
0: million listens. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, kind of a proverbial feather in the cap for all of us that have done this from day one. Yeah. You know, um, kind of the, the catalyst of it was RJ and, you know, us missing our, our locker room leader and... And and missing seeing one another. And I think it's a real feather in all of our caps that we did this thing. We stuck with it. We got over 100 followers on Mm -hmm. Twitter. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to shout that out because I think it's impressive in this day and age with so many different people to follow on Twitter talking about so many different things. I want to thank every last one of our 106 followers on Twitter. And, hey, this is Season 2 of the MCW Cast. Let's get up to 200. Okay. I know we can yeah. do it. <laughs> I, I don't know understand we Twitter, so. Oh, you. <laughs> Thank you yeah. understand you. it enough. <laughs> you understand it <laughs> enough. I understand it enough to not like it. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's the interface, and we're going to leave it at that because we'll, we'll we'll go right into season three with you and me back and forth with this Twitter thing. <laughs> I'm
2: never going to. Uh, I'm just never going to be a fan of Twitter, ever. Well,
0: I'll ever, tell you one ever, of the ever. reasons I'm a big fan of Twitter is because you can kind of be put on to up-and-coming stars in the world of pro wrestling Mm -hmm. you know in this day and age it's not too uncommon to get on twitter on a monday morning and see someone's real or you know there's these Mm -hmm. new spaces now you know different people though host spaces where it's like our morning coffee and blunt and it'll be all people from the (laughs) pro wrestling community you know and um you know that's that's one of the things that twitter affords which i Mm -hmm. honestly i don't see anything that's like that really on on um insta or facebook so you know twitter sometimes can be where it's at which is a great segue to okay. our in studio guest this week on the MCW Cast. You may know him as Basquiat's Brutality on Twitter. I'm talking about the one and only one half of the kings of the district, Eel O'Neal.
3: Show your support for the MCW Cast while sporting some great gear by going to tspring.com/slash stores slash MCW cast. You can pick up a full line of official MCW Cast merchandise. From coffee mugs and face coverings to T-shirts and sweatshirts, visit teespring.com/stores/mcwcast. And we are back with the
1: MCW Cast and our special guest, Eel O'Neill. How are you? I'm doing well.
4: I'm doing well, guys. Nice Good. to uh, nice to be here. Nice to see y'all. Uh, All right. Thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, thank you for coming. This is this is actually a first for us that we have had it. We're having a guest on our cast that has never wrestled for MCW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, yes. Kim so. well, Kim Clayson.
4: Yes. Well,
2: Kim Clayson. She's <laughs> not a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. So that's okay, yeah. Okay. different. Okay. But so
4: we'll we, someone in the business. Yes. 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 for Yes. Yes. We have to say mm-hmm. yet. Yet right. to wrestle for MCW. Um, no, thank you for having me. I, uh, I, uh, I'm. Actually, uh, I'm very pleased and honored to uh, to be held in such esteem. Thank you so much for having me and uh, being interested enough to, you know, speak to me. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, well, I've been waiting to get you in the hot seat here, Eel, and one of the reasons is is because one of the things that I always pride myself in, no matter where I go in the country, is when I get to announce someone like Rich Swan from Baltimore, Maryland, yeah. or I get to announce someone like uh, Leo Rush from uh, the District of Columbia. Mm-hmm. I love when the DMV flag is raised mm-hmm. high yeah. um, in different places, and also I love when it's legit. You know, some people just pick where their hometown is, but like RJ, the Bruiser from the bad streets of Cub Hill, (laughs) Maryland, you know, or (laughs) Il O'Neal from Baltimore, Maryland. So I'm very happy uh, as a MCW, well, not original, but legacy player having started in this company and gone to different places to see someone that's from the old hometown yeah. making their
4: way in the circuit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually it's very funny because uh, when I uh, oh, a couple of years ago there was a map going around and I had just started wrestling. There was a map going around of all of the people from different places in uh, in uh, the United States mm-hmm. and like Maryland is so small and there's like, <laughs> there's Gilbert, there's, yeah. uh, there's there's Rich mm-hmm. and then like Nobody else. (laughs) Of like, 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 uh, I guess, like global esteem. Uh, But like, I know of a ton of wrestlers from Maryland, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I keep being like, yeah, that person's from Maryland. That person's from Maryland. Yeah, they might be billed from so and so, but no, they're from Maryland. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a ton of Midwest uh, wrestlers who like are, you know, hot on Twitter who like, when you look in their background, you're like, they're from. You're from like the DMV, like just say you're from there. But, like, <laughs> it's it's a little bit easier to wear a cowboy hat. I guess that's 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 a, right. a, a better uh, a better gimmick. I don't really know, like <laughs> a beehive haircut or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get over. It might not be uh, might not be as relatable to everybody. But
2: Well, you know, Maryland, like this area, the DMV area has yeah. always had like just such a rich wrestling history. That's what I'm talking know? about. Mm-hmm. It drives me
4: crazy when people don't like like. uh d- d- I completely forget what the what the Royal Farms Arena was before it was the Royal Farms Arena, but like Baltimore uh, Arena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just the Baltimore but like Arena. a ton of great a ton of great wrestling has happened yeah. in that building. Oh yeah. And like you can research it and find like, oh, great main events have happened and like a lot of like Maryland, uh D C Virginia was was a uh was a hotbed of wrestling mm-hmm. uh for for a time and I mean like Clearly, uh, based on a lot of what's happening and like the talent that you guys have coming from here, mm-hmm. and the talent we have coming from DC, and and people coming up from Virginia, like uh, like Jordan, uh, we're having a bit of a resurgence. I'm really proud to say, like, oh, when I when I stand up and I say like we're from the DMV, I'm like, yeah, like that's something I really take re- you know take take pride mm-hmm. in, take respect in.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
2: there've been books written about the wrestling scene here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's my youngest son; he's 11. He had to read a nonfiction book for his for sixth grade, sure, and he's like. I take him to the library And he looks through All the stuff He got a book on Kobe Bryant He didn't like it He's like I don't know mom I want something else And I was like well, have you read the books that are written about wrestling in Maryland? He's like, wait, there's books written about wrestling in Maryland? <laughs> yes, and then, like, he's slipping through it. He's like, my dad's in here. You know, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like yes. did you not know this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but he's grown up around it his whole mm-hmm. life. And for a lot of people, they've just grown up knowing that wrestling is something that you can have um, here. You know, there's, you know, we've had a long-standing indie wrestling scene for decades, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, you know, there's some uh people who have, you know, gone on to national and international acclaim and they've gotten their starts here and then there's other people who have just stayed here for, you know, literally decades. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. just it's it's always been kind of an inviting um scene and, you know, people can really connect and they really they've got some serious brand loyalty here. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
4: that is one of the that is uh that is one of the prides and the pitfalls of uh, <laughs> of DMV wrestling is there are very many p- there are a good amount of our audience who it's like trying to get them to come to another promotion. Is like pulling teeth, but it's like oh, yeah. va- variety is the spice of life. Uh, and seeing wrestlers who don't just work one style or don't just work one promotion is one of the things that you love to uh, you love to see. Uh, me as a professional wrestler, I've had the misfortune and equally the good luck of having to be a uh, having to be a journeyman when it came to my training and into my uh, into my wrestling, mm-hmm. um, where. Uh, finding training that I was like, this not only suits me and suits my body type, but also suits my my morals and my ability um, and the, st- the high standard that I hold myself mm-hmm. to. I had to travel around to a lot of different teachers and find those places mm-hmm. um, and doing so made it so that like when I go on the road, a lot of times the one thing that I know is that. If I have a match, I can have a match with anybody. And as soon as I lock up with them, I kind of can figure out. Okay, so what do they know? Uh, mm-hmm. Lock up with them. What do they know? Lucha, cool. Uh, technical wrestling, because that's my, you know, that's my milieu. Yep. Uh, do they like, you know, do they like ground and pound, smash mouth wrestling? Well, okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, and like, and like, I like, and I know it. And right. like, while I was. Uh what is this? this is gonna be year eight now while i was when I, while I was learning it like from year one to three, I was like, This is hell, like going everywhere 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 this this really stinks like all this driving and all this learning and all these different people and not being able to look at somebody and be like that's my teacher, and that is the famous person who's my teacher, and you know them, and that's the person who you know who will claim me um and now i'm like oh no i i like <laughs> i'm a i'm a Swiss army knife
2: so that's kind of a different way to get into the business yes. and a lot of people, you know, including many many of our guests that we've had on here, started here. Like they researched professional wrestling schools. They said I want to go to, you know, the best. This is close, so they, you know, made conscious decisions. Some people, you know, moved across the country even to come here. Yeah. And you kind of did a, things a little bit differently. Can you kind of walk us through like where how you got started? What made you get started? Yeah. Uh
4: so uh, this this will this will feel like it's not part of it but it is um uh for my entire life i've been doing two things uh playing sports and uh like acting and performance and stuff um my family has equal parts like military folks who love uh who love sports and people who are in the arts and uh when i got to the higher level of uh, of sports when i got to college football um uh i uh, i i uh completely like destroyed my shoulder mm-hmm. um and i couldn't play anymore so i was like well i can't play and like this is pretty bad so i'm probably going to have to uh follow acting like i've been doing my entire you know my entire life anyway so uh i got really 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 uh focused into performance lost a bunch of weight uh, like more weight than i would have liked to but i was a, a, a little th- a thin lollipop and then um uh one day somebody was like Hey, you do sports, right? And I was like, I did. And they were like, you like acting, right? Yeah. And uh, they had this intensive for the actor that was about professional wrestling. It's the Grimy Scots, and they have this thing where they show actors the principles of professional wrestling and marry the two, so people can go, oh, hey, yeah, like that's like that's what you know that's that's what this is. This is art, and it is and it is sport at the same time. Uh, it's quite literally a martial art. Um, and, uh, when we got, when they got done with the intensive, they were like, Hey, like you're, you're pretty good at this. Like, not to say like, you know, you, but you're preternaturally kind of good at this. Like you have the athleticism. Um, at that point I had started working out again. So I was getting a little bit bigger. Um, and they were like, you should come and train with us. Uh, so I started training, uh, kind of training with them, uh, out, you know, out in the boonies. And then I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I am, I am okay with this, but like at this point I feel like I'm stagnating so then I started training at other places like I went up to Chikara and learned some stuff I went uh, down south and picked up some stuff I went um, to uh, Alexander James AJ helped me finish up um, and got a uh, while while training around I got a real like a real rich understanding of kind of what we do or at least what I do as as my kind of uh, piece of this. And uh and then I got to train with uh, I got to train with John. I got trained Gresham and that mm-hmm. was you know that was an incredible and that was I was already kind of leaning toward oh I want to be a technical guy anyway. Like I really want to focus on my on my technicality and then uh, he gave me some some pieces of my toolbox that I was like, "Yep those are the those are the things mm-hmm. uh, and then along with AJ being like okay so you want to focus on that that this is what we're going to do um, I've just turned into this what I would call a well-rounded wrestler uh, some people I think that I maybe don't do it as much uh, uh, high impact uh, uh, fl- <laughs> flip stuff as 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 I showed for a person that's my size, but I also I slouch. I'm I'm, an, I'm a well, legit six foot. Okay? That's probably good
2: though for the longevity of yes, your career though. I know, mean I honestly, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I'm hearing you
2: say that and I'm thinking no 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 that's really smart.
4: <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it's it's been a long it's been a long confusing interesting journey um, that has allowed me to be this bombastic character that i am because i do have uh, a level of charisma that i think I, that i think sometimes really shows when i'm uh when you know when i'm cutting promos and stuff like that but then also focus to like the fine-tuned uh the fine-tuned athleticism and and focus that it takes to be really be in a wrestling ring uh mm-hmm. and hold myself to a high account never happy never happy with a match um yeah and that's that. Uh, that's my journey not in a nutshell but it's a little bit longer but you know uh, well it's,
2: it's definitely an interesting start yeah because it's mm-hmm. not the way that people traditionally do in fact a lot of people when they get into the business they're told not to do that because they're going to pick up bad habits yes. along the way yeah yeah and then when you finally get somewhere they're going to have to unlearn all the stuff that they're you picked up that was, up. was bad yeah, so yeah. and
4: it, it did and that, it, yeah. and that did happen to me a couple of times where there were people who said oh don't do it this way do it that way don't do it that way do it this way and um it stinks, <laughs> um, but also it is really great for understanding that when you get in the ring with people who are from different backgrounds, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, I know what he's doing." Mm-hmm. Like, if he goes left when you're when you're used to zig, you know, when he zigs left when you're used to zig- to zagging right, you're like, "Oh, okay, okay, I see where you're I see where you're from." And like, I just had a match with somebody where I was like, "What?" I'm like, I'm like in the middle of this doing something. And I'm like, "What is he like? What's going on? What is happening?" And I'm like. Oh, he has a match that is in his head that he just does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, You know what I mean? He has – and, like, that's not what we called. <laughs> that's not what we were talking about in the back. But he's re- 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 reverting to that because, you know, some people go, okay, so basically I want you to do this and then this and then that, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm and i was like uh well it doesn't leave any room for improvisation but at least i know where he's at right. least i know where he's headed so i can adjust <laughs> and knowing that information has been really helpful for me because i mean the amount of opportunities that have just shown up because it was like well we don't have anybody who can do it and i just put my hand up and said like yeah i can mm-hmm. um has uh, it's it's benefited me more than that, you know, than uh, uh, not that I wouldn't have loved a, uh, a a genius trainer to just go one place and learn, <laughs> but it's benefited right. me more than I, I know some other folks who just said, yeah, I just, you know, I came one place and then I went and then I, you know, I did it and they they, ch- they churned me through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's me. That's Ely in a in a, you know in a in a little nutshell.
0: Okay, I got something. You have now referred to yourself two times as Ely. Yeah. So is that your nickname or is that how it's pronounced?
4: Is it, uh, no, Eel so Eel is the Eel is the nick is the name. Eel O'Neill is the name. Uh oh uh Ely uh, Ealington, Eelsworth—those are just ways that <laughs> no, I uh, just I, like, I pet, like pet names. Yeah, for like, I'm like talking, Okay. Okay. If I'm talking God. about, well, my, I've been
0: saying this wrong yeah. the entire time. I'm thinking another <laughs> announcer was I was, like,
1: that.
4: I was like, wait a second. But yeah. uh,
2: Eelsworth is now forever in my head. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Ealington.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah if it. I'm ta- if I'm talking to, if I'm talking to people and I'm talking about myself and I just throw in like an Ely or like frequently I'll shake people's hands and if I'm giving you know giving them working names I'll be like yeah it's Ely and sometimes people are like what and it's like. It's Eel, but like, hi. (laughs) Now,
2: how did you, like, is that your birth name? Like, that's
4: a nickname or something, a family name? So, my, so the name, uh, the name is Aaron O'Neill, actually. And then, um, when you're, uh, like, uh, I was looking for something to distinguish myself because I was just, you know, I was just going by Aaron O'Neill. Um, I have a Basquiat uh, tattoo on my back. that okay. says "Ideal." So at some, at one point, it was the ideal Aaron O'Neill, um, and uh, I was like, I don't love it. Uh, it doesn't like it doesn't feel f- it doesn't feel fun. And like a lot of the a lot of kind of the way that I wrestle is in the spirit of is in the spirit of fun. Like I like being a technical guy and stuff like that. But to make sure that I don't just turn into like a uh, plain black trunks guy who comes out, you know, does this and then locks up and doesn't, you know, talk to the audience or anything mm-hmm. like that. I was like, I want to give him something, you know, something with color, something with vibrance. Um, and then um, do you guys know the superhero Plastic Man? Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I do because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I have to watch uh, it. His 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 <laughs> name his name is his name is Eel O'Brien, and then I was right. like, well, Eel Eel O'Brien, and I was doing like a rubber band. I was trying to do like a rubber band man thing at that point, so I was like, okay, yeah, 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 and then. Um, and then somebody was like, "Oh, hey, like, you like eel, like, yeah, like the fish, yeah, like the electric eel." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, hey." And then it was the electric eel O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into you know like a kind of some heel work over uh, over pandemic, and that's with the African American horror story stuff came uh, came up. And then I have a couple of monikers, so sometimes I'll just have them string them along and be like the electric, it, you know, what is it? It's the uh, the electric one, the bad brain, uh, the African American horror story, eel O'Neill stuff like that. So, you know, uh, as it's an- yeah, it's- I would love
0: to announce him. I would love to yeah. announce you. Well, I mean, I was actually going to say, um, those have got to make sense to me. Yeah. Um, because there was a, a wrestler who shall not be named on this podcast who had so many. Yes,
4: yes, yes. So I think I many. I think I know who you're speaking and, about. And
0: as an announcer, you know, we only have so much pipes. That is true. Yeah. You know, wind in our pipes. That and I used to think it was kind of like, a little selfish.
4: Yes. You know, mm. to be like yeah.
0: task masking your announcer fourth match in the card to be like... He is the, the, the this board. and yeah. the that and the yeah. this and the <laughs> yeah. that and the this and the that and the.
4: It's like stuff. It's not what? fair. That's that's why when I when I decide to, when I, if I decide to do it for a really long winded one, mm-hmm. it'll usually be in a more familiar crowd because mm-hmm. that'll be fun. they'll yeah. usually right. stick around. And then if it's something new, I'll pick one. I'll pick either like the Bad Brain or the uh, or the Electric Al O'Neill or you know if I'm being a heel, a uh, heel, at the African American Horror Story, uh, which mm-hmm. is super, which you know, which uh, allows me to be like I said, Swiss Army knife. If I go somewhere i don't have to have a friendly nickname i can just go boom okay heel face whatever you need good guy bad guy
0: i'm sorry to jump in there you know when i first heard your name what i thought of is when we were all like five and six years old and someone would do something gross and they'd be like ew (laughs) (laughs) ew like so i i almost thought you were supposed to be like a teaser, yeah, you know, yeah. or wanting the kids to be like, it's Eel O'Neill, yeah. you
4: know. So <laughs> the the eel, the e sound is, uh, it's so weird because now I'm now I'm going places, I'm getting cheered, uh, and they know me uh which is strange and i'm like i'm like like you know you get the you get the eel chance and i'm like, I'm yeah, like how do how do they go like, <laughs> eel, eel 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 yeah, yeah eel. That, literally so so, I, so uh funny. so up in, so in wooster yeah when i'm when i'm when i'm wrestling and like they're listening to my music because i come out to i come out to a hip-hop song i come out to uh five by uh by uh toby neguigwe and um the, like it has like a kind of bop to it mm. so it does lend itself to like one syllable okay one syllable mm. chanting and i like i was like I was like maybe they'll maybe they'll chant for me maybe they won't like maybe they'll be psyched up for me maybe they won't I've been here enough but like usually it's me and Jordan and when it's me and Jordan like Jordan has so much intensity that usually they get jazzed up for her you know what I mean she's the hot tag so that's that's what we do and then like they start uh, I start bobbing with them and they start like chanting along and I'm like oh okay <laughs> all right oh well I, I miss I, you know I, I, I uh, underestimated you guys thank you so much
2: yeah <laughs> well it's one of the things like that I'll talk to some of the students here yeah Um, you know when they first start getting ready to work on shows they start at birthday parties and you know I'll say okay how do you want me to announce you and they'll just kind of get that well this is my name no 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 what's your like moniker what's
1: your character
2: and then I'll be like where are you from and they're like I'm from, you know, down the street. Like, they, like yeah, they'll give me their yeah, street yeah. address. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. And, and I'm like, <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: okay, where is your character from? How much does your character way, weigh? Yeah. You know, and I try to get that through to mm-hmm. them. Like, you know, this is all part of the whole package. Yes, And I I had a conversation with one of the students, uh, this was like a month ago, and I said, so, you know, the, the crowd was really trying to connect with you, but they didn't know what to call you because your name was... Like in Spanish and they, yes. it wasn't written anywhere on yeah, you and right. they didn't know what to call you, but they really wanted to cheer for you. And he was like, I never thought about that. (laughs) And like, as the ring announcer, you hear that and you're kind of at a great position because you can, you know, you're right there by the ring, but you're also right there by the crowd. And like, I could hear the struggle, like they wanted to to cheer and they were trying to find a way to connect. And like what you said, you know, you have a one syllable name like that and you have music that it lends itself to like that seems insignificant, but it's so significant, you know, like it's to the casual observer. They might not pick that up, but it's whether it happened organically or intentionally like that's just that thing because then they remember you
4: I always I always tell new guys that if there's if they have if their names are too hard um find a sound that you can make yes. yeah that, that that will get them yep. yeah that'll get them that'll get them to because if they can make the sound with you uh they'll I mean they'll mimic you like literally right. you can make a sound and then they'll just chime like, right along and then you're like okay good right I and they
2: want to be yeah, fed something wanna, yeah, like they they're waiting there you know it's like a buffet mm-hmm. and they're waiting for you to give yeah. them the spoon mm-hmm. and you know if you can't give them that connection it just you're missing that piece of the puzzle yeah, I feel yeah. like because
4: they know? want to they want to have fun with you they do I mean they, they really do they want to connect with you and you just gotta you gotta give them something <laughs> right. so that they can give it back to you right yeah. they're not gonna say hey you I yeah. mean like they really <laughs> <laughs> and the name
2: thing is really important, you know, and, and plus they, they need to remember you later, yeah. you know, because then when, you know, they see you at the next show, oh, wait, I know that that's guy. Cute. I saw right. him. Oh, I you know, I was on pro wrestling tees looking for a shirt and that's that guy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so it it's just all part of the package. And I think that that's something that not everybody comes into this realizing yeah. that they're going to merchandise themselves. They're going to make themselves a character and, you know. Really be somebody else.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Sell yourself.
0: Yeah, well yep. that's that's part of the whole package. And mm-hmm. we're gonna take a break on the other side. We're gonna talk to you more about some of the components to the package yes. that is Eel O'Neill.
3: Fuel the MCW cast by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash MCW cast. And for just three dollars, you can buy the cast a coffee. Or you can choose to become a member of the cast for just five dollars a month and get several additional perks. That's buymeacoffee.com slash mcwcast. All
2: right, we are back here at the MCW cast, and I'm Tara, joined here, of course, with Legacy Larry, legend and producer John, and our guest, Eel O'Neill. Welcome, thank you. This has been a really interesting conversation so far. If you're just now joining us, Eel was walking us through kind of his character development and how he became a pro wrestler.
1: And actually, going going back, a, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, were you a fan growing up? Because I didn't hear you mention anything about
4: that. Yeah. Uh, so i uh, <laughs> uh, i've been a I've been a fan since uh, obviously a bunch of us Attitude Era, um, uh, but uh, i uh, <laughs> I stopped watching wrestling when I was probably about. 10, 11, um, my mom started cracking down on what I could watch and like, obviously, you know, <laughs> mm. uh, uh, and then, uh, I went after, uh, after college and everything, I went to, um, I went to Chicago for a little bit to train, uh, some acting stuff. And uh, I was just zooming around on TV and I was watching, uh, and, and, you know, uh, SmackDown came on and, oh no, Raw came on. That's right. Cause it was the, it was the, uh, Miss Teacher Lady promo that, uh, Bray Wyatt, um, that Bray Wyatt did. Um, and I love that promo. That's actually one of the promos that I always tell people, like it, it got me back into professional wrestling. Cause why, cause watching it there, I didn't know, uh, Bray Wyatt from Adam. And as soon as he delivered the promo, I knew exactly who he was. And that's one of the things that I'm always like, if you're going to, if you're going to be a promo guy, if you're going to be a promo person, um, and that's what you pride yourself on. It's not your work. Pardon me. It's not your uh, your in ring work. Like your in ring work is, is simple and storytelling. Um, it's not fancy. It's not fancy high flying stuff. Uh, every single time you deliver a promo and it's add an opponent, the people should come back knowing exactly who you are.
1: I find it funny that you bring that up. Cause we just talked to those new students out there about yeah. the promos and
4: getting, getting yourself over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's, they should know from, from not, maybe not from the rip, but by the time that you're done, if you got a catchphrase, if you're a good guy, a bad guy, if you're, you know, if you're going to cheat, um, if you're going to, if you are quiet intensity, if you're loud, if you're bombastic, if you got a character, if you're funny, they should know by the end of it, by the end of that minute and a half, hopefully not longer than that. God, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, they should know, hey, that is who this person is. Mm-hmm. Boiled down. Um, and it's just, I mean, like, I was like, that's it. Mastery right there.
0: That's yeah. interesting that you mentioned Bray because honestly, the one who kind of like influenced me with promos to get out of the crowd and into the ring was Mick Foley.
4: Mick, yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. talking
0: Mick Foley mankind. Mm-hmm. Like 96, yeah. first coming into WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly believe that in a lot of ways Bray was the second coming of Foley and delivery yeah. and gripping you mm-hmm. into a piece of theater. Yeah. Not a not a promo. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. their their delivery and the way that they would take you on that journey where you're just kind of like Looking at the screen, like please keep talking. Like this is
1: pro wrestling, but it's a show. It's a show. That's the
0: showman, the craftsmanship. Yeah. So that's that's really interesting to me. That Bray was the one that was able to hook you back in there, not with like any move, not with any one move he did, but with delivering that good teacher promo. Yeah,
4: because there are so many people who there are so many people who, when they get in the ring, um, it'll be like, hey, their their shine is boom 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 fireworks, and that's when the audience goes, yeah, that's the guy I cheer. Um, but like if from the rip, if from them seeing your promo on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook or something that somebody plays on the screen just before they go like, oh, I know who, I know who that is. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, that's That's magic. Yeah. That's a magic, it's a magic trick. And that's, that's, I think that's, um, it's harder because now a lot of people, uh, are very, moves focused. They know the things mm. that make people loud, right? They right. know the they know that it's mm. like the kind of way that like uh it's pop music. It's the way that people know that like if you do a f- uh, if you do a song in 4/4 four, four time with exactly these chords, it reflects the heartbeat, so people right. will will it will get catch it's catchy so people will sing along with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. as opposed to as opposed to writing an opera, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like you're making art. And right. when you make and when you're making something that's that's artful, uh it lasts with people longer, you know, because yeah. uh, I don't know how many people are still singing TikTok by Kesha, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Beethoven's been around for a long. Uh, right, he's been around for a long right. time. Right. What a yeah, great that's, analogy. That's <laughs> interesting. That's, you know,
2: and you know, like, I, I... It was Sherry Martell for me. Like, yeah. I watched everything she did. Like, I was definitely not a Miss Elizabeth type. Mm-hmm. Um, So I watched everything she did. I mean, like, if you asked me my favorite wrestler, it was Ultimate Warrior. Like, I just love that energy. Yeah. But, like, when it came time to actually, like, do this myself, I was like, all right, who is, you know, who's that person that spoke to me? And it was everything. And I remember just watching, like, where she put her hand. Like, w- like just so many little things and then like one day i got to wrestle her and it was like the greatest moment in the world you know because and i was so nervous but it was like such a fun experience but it was just you know it was the whole package and mm-hmm. that's really just you know makes everything so much better it does it <laughs> you
4: does I, I i'm always fascinated so fascinated with uh with our younger group of talent when they're very very um, content inside of the ring focused. And that's not to say that, like, please be sharp, be, 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 be clean, uh, have have stuff that's, that's incredible. Um, be a superhero, uh, be a supervillain, show them something. But um, how frequently they forget that the job is more than that, because there are plenty of people who have seen um, great... Matches with a lot of content, with a lot of slams and bumps and and, 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 and flips and and and, uh, and different holds and tricks, and never remembered the two individuals inside of that ring's name,
5: mm-hmm. and that's
4: just such a heartbreaking thing to me because it's like with one simple adjustment, which is garnering investment from that audience, you become a you become a legend, you become gold. Right. Like come on, man! Like you guys, you guys got it. You're yeah. so close, and then like the thing that's gonna change that is just knowing that it's not about uh, <laughs> it's not about the moves, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the moves. yeah, you what? want
1: them you want them to remember your name. you don't want them to remember as oh. God, God. That guy, right. that does flips, red, oh, right. the, the flipping guy. guy. Yeah, the exactly.
2: Guy. Well, like we work in some towns, like we work in Hollywood, Maryland. Yeah, and you know they're not impressed by a spot fest match yes. in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. They're really, you know, they're impressed with engagement. Yes. I mean, that's- they're very
1: old school, really
2: yeah. old school. Galena, same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like we we run in some of these small towns where you get that, and then it's just like, oh, it's so good to be a wrestling fan. Like yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like because <laughs> they haven't been spoiled. Yes, like there's yes. I. I'm convinced there are people that come to the shows down there like in Hollywood that don't watch wrestling on you know Monday nights or Wednesday nights or Friday nights or whatever like they
5: uh, it's it's so pure for them
2: it really is I mean Mm -hmm. like it's it's meaningful Mm -hmm. and you know that's you know that's part what makes it special you know what I mean like being able to have that experience
1: so Mm -hmm.
2: I'm going to turn it to John because I know you have a question coming don't you
1: Oh, it wasn't really a question, but I know that earlier we hadn't talked about Flashback no. Friday. Oh, Flashback Friday. Yes. Yeah, so that's Flashback Friday. That's yeah.
0: it. <laughs> well, this is our
2: resident Flashback Friday guru over the
1: here. Well, we can, we can use it as a segue to we something, can. F- we <laughs> something can. for Eel. And then I got yeah. some things
0: I want to bring up to Eel. I know. Okay.
1: Who's eel So if we go on Flashback Friday this week, we are looking at Arya Palmer and Gia Scott versus Eric Martin and John Schuyler with J.P. Callahan oh, from Slamboree, little intergender wrestling Mm -hmm. that's pretty popular nowadays Mm -hmm. and you've had experience with intergender wrestling against trisha dora yes so how how was that experience Uh,
4: trish's uh trish's one of the best professional wrestlers i've known her for so long now um <laughs> it feels crazy to well, not, not not so long but it feels crazy to be like oh i've known trish since before the pandemic and the pandemic feels like it's been going on for, forever has, yeah. <laughs> it has actually forever. but like our first the first time touching the first time we wrestled um was for the pan african world diaspora tournament before she was even um before she was even champ it was just one of the uh one of the brackets mm-hmm. um uh, and she beat me uh very very uh very, very you know not very sound was it but, the first round i'm sorry uh no so i beat billy in the so i beat billy in the first round um billy dixon mm-hmm. uh, god bless his soul the the um the chocolate city champion um and then i um i went on to wrestle trish uh for that second round um and it's a very good match i love that match in fact actually one of the craziest stories of that is anila uh, just after aew had come. Uh, had uh had had come into fruition had come into being uh she's from d c so she just came to the show and uh, after the match like I was sitting you know ruminating over the loss and ruminating over all the stuff that you know me and jordan were planning on doing because we 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 were attacked you know we we were, we had just started tagging uh and she had a triple threat and uh nyla comes over and she goes that was a, that was like a really great match and I was like it oh, was okay and she goes no 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 you don't understand like that was a really really great match and like that match was all about just working a, working a body part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really proud of that. That's one of my, that's one of my, one of my pieces of work that I'm like, yep, that's, that's a good piece of work for me. Not perfect. Never will be. But, <laughs> um, and, uh, I've, I've been blessed all, over my career to have wrestled, uh, all, all types of people, you know, uh, man, woman, uh, n- non-binary, um, and just be, uh, be classed with, very good wrestlers, whether it just be, you know, whether, whether it's Edith, Edith Surreal, whether it's, you know, it's uh, Ali, uh, Ali Catch, uh, whether it's you know, whether it's Trish, um, whether it's uh, Shay McCoy, like a bunch of wrestlers who I'm like, yeah, th- like d- different, different shapes, sizes, different mm-hmm. wrestling types, like it's uh. You know, it's all it's all wrestling to me. <laughs> yeah, it's None about gender It's
1: just great professional wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, and I've, I've been really, uh, I've been really blessed. Um, it's it's always so interesting to me. I, I mean, I stay out of it on Twitter, but when when it becomes a hot button topic, because I understand both sides of the professional wrestling coin, um, but also I've never ever gotten into the ring with anyone and been like, "Hey, we're not one hundred percent equal in this." always you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's kind of it's kind of what it's kind of one of the it's kind of one of the parts of the job is you get you get inside of the ring and then as soon as it is it's like it's your opponent and we're we're working and like that's that's you know it's game time that's Mm -hmm. what it is and the audience Mm -hmm. is going to do what the audience does and we react to what they do and that's right there we go we're going to work um yeah, but, I mean, we all know how amazing Trish is. Like, mm. come on. <laughs> like, like, come on. She's, she's she's a legend. And, like, with the Ring of Honor stuff and, you know, with everything up in the air and everybody in professional wrestling being like, what comes next? What's new? What's, you know, what, what's the new model going to be? Where Where's everybody going to land? Because everybody's up in the air right now. Mm-hmm. It's just very fascinating to me that, like, one company hasn't been like, hey, let's put a net on, you know, let's put a net on Trish. Let's ring her. Let's bring, pull her in, and let's make sure that that is our commodity. Because truthfully, like, there's not anybody in the world who I think is. I mean, like, golly, the Washington Post wrote a story about her. Come on. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Right. Like, come on. Like, sign her. Sign. Sign. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Like, you you wanna you wanna make a million bucks? You gotta you gotta make a million dollar effort. And I mean, she's just. She, I mean, she's just what five foot eight of uh, uh, five foot eight. Uh, of a uh, five foot eight money pile is what she is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I like mm-hmm. the way that you put that.
0: I want to take it to uh, kind of a topic. Since we're talking about intergender wrestling, mm-hmm. a man versus a woman, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you a little bit about conflicts yes. uh, that arise when you are talk, thinking of the artistic integrity that you bring to your craft. Yes. But then you have that sinking suspicion that maybe someone is going to watch this match not for the intent of the the wrestling but sure. because they're really going to you know I hate to call it out like I'm calling it but get off on seeing like a woman uh you know beaten or or or, yeah. or or maybe maybe even see a woman beat a man and yeah. like kind of like you know have that part of the the spectacle uh, not really. Be what your intention as an artist sure. or your your partner's intention was when you when you got out there. I know Beyond has a huge following in places like India yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. overseas, where you can't really see uh, women. Scantily clad, if you will, mm. like interact with men that are scantily clad as well. And they I think need long e- sleeves, the whole like there's yeah. a lot of
2: cultural yes. things so considerations. Like, considerations mm. Even just attending mm. some of the um over in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like even oh, just right. the, you yeah, know, they, 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 they needed there were women outside. that needed their husbands' permission to attend. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. to even just watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. So and culturally, had to be put in a certain specific a lot of part of the arena.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah so conflicts that have arrived arise arisen in your your journey where it's been like you know I'm having this great match with Trish but I know that this is like uh, to some people kind of like a custom
4: yes uh, so one of the one of the things that I'm always so fascinated with is just the portrayal of weakness and strength um, especially when we're inside of the wrestling ring right like a lot of people like that that is one of the arguments against intergender wrestling is like the, the concepts of weakness and strength and oh this person should be shouldn't be able to beat so and so and be able to do this and that and I'm always like well you know I, I do take into account my personal size versus my opponents and I, I do take into account like, okay, so are people just going to be picking me up and slamming me? No, come on now. Right. Like, and that's with anybody though. Like, anytime I wrestled, what, I, I wrestled, uh, wrestled Hippie dicky Moon at, uh, at, at, uh, at Wrestling Lab and um, he's all of 5'4 and like, He gave me one suplex and I was like, yep, that's the, that's the match. (laughs) Uh, Like, and they went, they went up big for it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Now uh, I, I do have, and this is a thing that I've experienced, uh, that I've experienced a lot actually, just because there are a lot of people who, uh, like, you know, uh, Instagram's a thing. DMs are a thing. There are a lot of people in my DMs who just inherently sexualize the stuff that, I do whether it be with a man or a woman. Anyway, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like uh, the people will be in my DMs and asking questions that like, mm. <laughs> you know what I, <laughs> would, would make a, you know, would 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 make a would make a nun blush. And um and I'm always like that's so it's it, it's interesting to me cuz I do know that people can sexualize wrestling. So e- so easily, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's ba- it, 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 it's <laughs> I
2: came up in the early 2000s, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, um. and,
4: like, I, I, it's, and like, I can't cry about it. Late 90s, early 2000s. I can't cry about it because I'm, you know, because. Uh, like I'm a dude, and I can only imagine that for for my you know for for my female cohorts for for my yeah. associates and friends um it's gotta be a million times worse mm-hmm. um there so, just
2: weren't dms back yes, then that's really yeah. the only saving grace so, like mm-hmm. somebody had to physically track you down. oh, hey, you interested in doing a custom yeah no. so no, so, no, so I'm
4: not <laughs> so for me, it's always about it's uh, it's always about my intent, you know what I mean my artistic intent i've gotta understand that when i'm when i'm showing when I'm showing conflict. This is a, against two competitors who should be respected in equal regard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes them higher because uh, every once in a while I'll be a, a, a notorious monster. Uh, but um, the 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 way that we are seeking to portray in our art this conflict, this fight, this uh, this wrestling match um, is uh, two people who have equal. Uh, Equal capability, uh, maybe not, maybe not like the same stats. If we were doing like a uh, like if we were doing like a fighting game, you know what I mean? Like it might not be Ryu versus Ken, <laughs> uh, but like if you know, Ch- Chun Li can beat Blanca. Um, Chun Li can beat uh, can beat Gandalf. Uh, Gandalf, geez. can beat Zangief. Um, the the real story and the real part of interest is showing how that's Mm -hmm. what i want to show Mm. people um now i do understand people's like i'm always very interested to see people's discomfort with like like you know like deathmatch and blood when it comes to intergender wrestling and that's uh that's a bridge that that i can't cross because i i'm never i'm never gonna do it uh Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) frankly i'm 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 a like i'm a pure rules kind of guy that's Mm -hmm. me that's who i am uh and I'm probably never going to cross that bridge, but for those artists, I imagine that their exact same thing is okay, so when we're inflicting pain upon each other um what's what is our what is our story what is our tale mm-hmm. what is our intent um now if you're buying uh, and not to, not to shade them by the way if you're buying uh customs from these ladies, please uh pay them and be respectful <laughs> and do, you know <laughs> but 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 uh when it comes to wrestlers who are doing. Uh, the type of wrestling that I'm doing, that's, mm-hmm. that, that, that's not for any kind of gratification other than the, uh, the portrayal of conflict and story. Right. Um, just understand that every single time I'm across the ring from anybody, it is opponent versus opponent and it doesn't really matter who, who the opponent is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. Have
2: you ever been asked to have a match that you were like, eh, no, like, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Said, I've,
4: I've said no to plenty of matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll in fact. Uh, but my new thing um, is uh, because there are some folks uh, there are some folks who burn me personally and who like who personally I uh, I, I don't want to associate with. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be like, OK, thank you so much for reaching out and asking me about uh, uh, asking a book me. Yes, I would love to work for your promotion. What would you be having me doing? Um, I always give that offer. What would you right. be having me doing? Um, and usually they're 100 percent upfront. Hey, this is that. This is that. And then sometimes they'll be like, Oh, we don't quite know. We just know we want you on the show. Great, cool. Once you know, please let me know, and I'll let you. I'll give you an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know, it's a business, and we're we're all about. This is all about respect. Um, and I am trying to be the most respectful individual I can while also keeping myself within a respectable boundary. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
2: Now, have you gotten any, um, you know, we talked earlier about how this. DMV area is yeah. so tight yeah. um but also there can be times when oh if you work for them you can't work yeah. for us have you yeah. run into that plenty in such it. a small area
4: plenty of it my first um the first school that i like went to mm-hmm. um was that type of place um they will not be named <laughs> <laughs> but, but um because i did have a lot of a lot of great trainers and a lot of great guys who i grew up with mm-hmm. um who i came up with uh, in fact i mean like uh, god bless him he's he's uh, he's uh, he, he just graduated college uh, Tommy Seto uh, yep. what well, is a um, Tommy Seto was is a, is, a, is a good friend of mine and we both started at the same place um but like there were plenty of people who would tell you you know you're only supposed to work for uh, this place and this place and if you work anywhere else well then guess what you're betraying the school and stuff and yes. it's like the <laughs> even then I was like you're asking people specifically not to further their careers. That's, that's or get mm, better, yeah, right? Right. It's, it's that's cruel. And
2: it, it was probably coming from the mouths of people who work there one weekend a month. Yeah, and don't you know the gym is something they drive past on the way to McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, I I get it. Yeah. Where
4: and and you, you know that, we, but like one of the things I always tell all the people, like the the students that I do get get in front of, I'm always like, remember that you. Like, at the end of the day, you're the one who is paying for an education. So, like, if you're not getting the education that you think you need, ask about it. And then if that person who is giving you that education refuses to give it to you, guess what? You can go someplace else. Don't ever feel locked into something Mm -hmm. that, one, makes you unsafe, or two, makes you feel bad. Professional wrestling, at the end of the day, even though, like, it is a journey, and we are working, and you're never never not going to be doing any work and you always have to put your best foot forward. Um, it's also supposed to make you feel good at the end of the day. Because like, frankly, I'm a six foot man in uh, in spandex shorts, <laughs> 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 you know I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna do the work that we, we're gonna do the work that we need to do, um, but also make sure that you are respected as the way that a, a teacher respects a, um, R- 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 the teacher respects a student and a student respects a teacher mm-hmm. don't be don't backtalk don't be rude don't uh don't post stuff online where you're like oh ha ha, ha I'm the champ blah 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 I'm this and that and blah blah you know what I mean don't be a fool right. work within your sense but still your teacher is there to protect you and to make you better and if you don't feel like you're protected and getting better well then guess what maybe find a new teacher um and that's what I did <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah Well, that's good. Um, We're going to take another break real quick. And when we come back, we've got some more things to talk about with you. So everyone stay with us. We'll be right back on the MCW cast.
3: You already know your child is a wrestling superstar. So give them the chance to prove it by stepping into the ring with the most memorable birthday they will ever have. A party at the MCW arena is a one of a kind experience that gives kids of any age a chance to live their dreams and be a part of the show. Every guest will enjoy the celebration as they make memories that will last a lifetime. So skip the ball pits and trampolines and visit mcwprowrestling.com to sign up for an MCW birthday party today.
0: All right, and we are back live with our in-studio guests, Eel O'Neal. And Eel, you know, we left off before we went to the break talking about conflicts, like uh, you know, being asked to do something that maybe... Uh, You were conflicted about or or participating in a match that hindsight being 2020, you're like, I don't know about the optics of that. Like, that's kind of like them all jumping me and, uh, you know, just beating the heck out of me. Um, I know you also from not only Uncharted Territory, but uh, you mentioned Billy Dixon earlier in the cast. And he's done quite a few uh, LGBTQ kind of focused events. Uh, Paris is Bumping, the Cassandro Cup. Uh, He's done two Paris' bumpings, and um, he's got some other things he's working on for 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I remember when I first met you, meeting you at those shows, um, or seeing you again after Uncharted Territory, I was wondering if maybe the reason that you were so, you know, enthusiastic about that is maybe you were a member of the community. Have you gotten any sort of, since being associated with Billy and Billy's, uh, you know, cast of characters, myself, Ashton Starr, Ah, uh, Darius, uh, Carter, uh, all of those. Have you gotten any sort of attention from the LGBT community, where they're embracing you, uh, kind of under the pretense that maybe you are a member of that community? So I have um, right into the mic, please. Oh, sorry, sorry.
4: So I have, uh, I have frequently been uh, not only asked but also like invited to do things that I've had to say specifically say no to. Um, I, I always, um, Billy, and what? Uh, so Billy's always like. Eel, I want you in this space. And I'm like, Thank you so much. But I also I need you to rem- need to remind you that like I, I'm I, I like I'm not queer. I don't I, I like I don't identify with that community. I while I while I am an, you know, quote unquote ally, as much as a person can say that they are an ally without sounding like a pretentious person who's trying to deflect. <laughs> um I'm always like, Well, like, Bill, you have to remember, like, op- like optics are everything and opportunities are everything. Um, so, like, we're doing the Cassandra Cup um, for pro wrestling by Billy's Billy's kind of new pro- uh, project. And um, it was going to be a tag team match with me and Jordan and um, and some other folks. And I uh, I was like, Billy. Is there a reason why Jordan's not in the Cassandra Cup? And he was like, "Well, I wanted you guys to have your tag your tag team match, et cetera. Et cetera and I wanted you guys to be. Able. And I was like, "Well, with the understanding that I'm straight and and Jordan is queer, I would hate to be the second. Ti- this would because this would be the second time that Jordan was robbed of the opportunity to be in a tournament that would showcase her as a queer woman of color. Uh, so I'm asking you as a friend, like, to consider." Maybe I just second her and maybe I do some, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm not wrestling that day or maybe like, hey, you put me in some kind of scramble or something like that and I'm not doing anything, but I'm just with Jordan supporting her Uh, because when it comes down to it, like, there's a reason I'm not in the Cassandra cup, like, I'm not queer, Uh, but also I like, these are my friends and these are my folks and like, I'm going to be there for them but like it doesn't mean that i have to get highlighted um the same reason why um outside of K Fabe uh <laughs> the same reason why like i was like well devon's gonna devon's gonna win this match and billy at uh, at uh, paris is bumping uh at the uh paris is so, yeah solid gold um i was like well devon's gonna win this match And Billy was like, yep, totally makes sense. And I was like, yep. Uh, I was like, I'm going to do like, we're going to do, we're going to have a match and I'm going to work a heat, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, hit him with a move and then I'll lay down on him and he'll get me, boom, roll up one, two, three, and then we'll work the tag match later. And he was like, yep, totally makes sense. And he totally understood what I was saying. Like every single time I participate in an event like this, where I'm like, okay, this reflects somebody else's uh, cultural struggle rather than mine. And I'm being invited into the space. That means that. Uh, I get to play a part in it, but it means that I'm not, I'm not center focus. Um, and that's pretty much been my, my, uh, that's been my path navigating these things every single time. Like, uh, I've been asked to do like, I go, hey, can you do like a running on a, like on this women's, all women's event that we're doing? And I'm like, no. And it's like, why? It's like, because if she wins, if I, if I come in and I, and I cheat for Jordan, guess what? That means that Jordan didn't win. That means that I won. Right. She you know didn't win I mean? on her own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, if she's gonna cheat, we'll figure something out. I can be there to I can be there to 2nd I can be there to second. I can be there to second every single time. And I gladly will. Mm-hmm. I'll walk her I'll walk her to the ring, be there cheering, getting them done, antagonize the crowd, whatever, whatever we're doing. But one thing I will not do is insert myself into one of those into one of those situations. And that's like that, that that's kind of just been my guiding light, is be like I'm going to be around my friends and I want to be around my friends. And when my friends invite me places, like I'm going to go there to support them, but I'm not the star of this show. I'm just, a, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm a bit player. Right okay. on. That's yeah. awesome.
0: That's a great way to kind of address that. I, I actually we had Max Caster and um, Anthony Bowens mm-hmm. uh, as a part of MCW Last Call, awesome. and, and I know those guys from VFW halls, yeah. Elks lodges, all that up in in New York City. And now they've kind of, pardon the expression, but gotten a level of acclaim yeah. <laughs> uh, where they're they're getting a lot of attention. And my question, this was backstage, was addressed towards Max. You know, Anthony Bowens is already kind of like a figure yeah. celebrity, if you will, yeah. in the LGBT community because of his vlog, his video vlog with his boyfriend. Mm-hmm where they're talking about, you know, lifestyle choices. And he has quite the following, independent of wrestling. So my question to Max was, hey, now that you're kind of like right next to him on a global setting, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm sure people are like looking into him and seeing that he walks this way of life. Are you getting a lot of that adjacent attention where it's like, you know, oh, Eels on Paris is bumping too. He's on the Cassandro Cup. I I bet he gets down, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> and, and not to reveal too much, but actually at Cassandra Cup, I had a couple people come up to me and ask, um, you know, if that was the case <laughs> with you, uh, uh, you know, and I was like, I don't know, a. but uh, if you, you know, AC
4: Mack, who I absolutely, well, okay, you, you outed him. I, I wasn't going <laughs> no, who, <laughs> I, who I, who I absolutely love was like, was like, Ely, are you uh are you family and i had no idea what he meant that's how that's how awfully straight that i am i was like i was like i was like what i was like what i was like what what are you saying he's like are you family and i was like what are you i was like what and he was like are you like are you queer and i was like oh i was like no no i'm not unfortunately you're just a guest in the house yes exactly i'm a guest i'm a i'm i'm a guest in this lovely house and thank you for having me and that's pretty i mean every single time billy invites me back i'm like Yes, because these shows are so much better than some of the other fucking shows that i am (laughs) watching. Yeah. (laughs) But also, it's like, okay, so now it's time for me to do my part to make this vision really come to fruition and not be, oh, wow, look who's the star. Look who's shining. Oh, wow, this person got over on X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are... I've uh, I've I've talked to enough people to know that there are some folks who will be at certain you know LGBT or all black shows who like it's like oh yikes yeah, like you're, uh, you're you're really taking the you're really taking the spotlight away from people who we were supposed to be highlighting uh, and mm-hmm. not say anything about it and mm-hmm. um, I just. Uh, I don't I don't personally like betraying people's trust that way because when we become you know, when we become performers, when we become artists, when we become wrestlers, the one thing that we always say that we're gonna do is treat the audience with the respect that they deserve. And they paid a ticket. And they paid a ticket for a specific experience. And when they come and do a show, they're asking for a specific experience. And if you're not providing that for them, you've betrayed their trust. I'll never betray an audience's trust. Ever. Right on,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, so when you were talking about that, I was c- kind of hearing some undertones too of something else that i've I've heard you speak of before, um, and that is equity, yes, and um you know that uh, getting recognition and respect for um, black professional wrestlers, yeah. and um, you know, you were uh, I remember reading a couple interviews that you did I guess around uh, maybe 2020 like yeah. black lives matter and the speaking out movement yeah. and you were very vocal on both of those fronts mm-hmm. and um, something I that I just kept picking up you know when I was researching some stuff about you was that you you know really seemed to um, Want this equitable environment and want things to be different that maybe have not been that way in professional wrestling. Mm.
4: I'll uh, I'll I'll take a quick moment to to like plug Flying V um, because we're you know we're we're a, we're, a, we're a performance arts uh, nonprofit, but also we're uh, we, we do wrestling. Uh, we do like four wrestling shows a year. Um, uh, one of the things that Joey and I did when we decided to um, become uh, when we were asked to become kind of the heads of that, Joey Ibanez, um, Common MK, uh, he doesn't have social media, uh, he hates it, but he is a very good <laughs> professional wrestler. Um, he decided to, um, we, we were like, okay, so because there's two of us, um, we're always going to know what the other hand's doing um and when we have conversations that are private because that happens in professional wrestling where people DM you and say hey I, I can I get booked um is there anything that I can do for you blah 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 um we're going to make sure that each other know mm-hmm. uh not only that um we're uh just by the nature of us both being men um we're never going to be in the room alone with a woman both of us have to be there uh, mm-hmm. and usually we'll ask for a third person to be there um if anybody has any problems, we've we've created a three-step process um, where uh, if you have a problem with me, you can go to Joey. If you have a problem with Joey, you can go to me. And if you have a problem with me and Joey, you can go to somebody else. Um, the We want to foolproof this process. Um, and I understand that that's a little bit difficult to ask professional wrestling sometimes because I know that a lot of people like to, one, um, deal with these problems under the table, and two... Uh, find the quickest solution to fix the problem because that's our instinct not be uncomfortable fix the problem quickly um i'm not perfect i never will be but i do know that when uh that when you have to do surgery on a bullet uh the process of getting it out sucks almost as much as getting it in Mm -hmm. uh so we gotta like we got problems uh, every scene has problems. Every performance art. There's not a theater. There's not a rock concert hall. There's not a you know a, a, a puppet show that doesn't have issues. Uh, and wrestling's too important. It's too great to not be like, okay, how do we fix it? That's that's like but always been my that's always been my point. Every time I go somewhere, I just want to be one completely respectful. Two as much of an asset to that place as I can be. Somebody asked me for something, asked me for something, what I can do, what I can't do. Always let them know. And like, it's not even just about like, I mean, like boiling it down. People always, like people talk to me about like, hey, race stuff, you know, uh, sexuality stuff, uh, identification stuff, you know, names, Mm -hmm. heritage, backgrounds, creeds. And it really just comes down to, We all have to understand that we're going to all be under the same roof and we're different. But because we're different, the fact that we're here makes this stronger, right? You need a bunch of different types of um, materials to build a house. You can't just make it out of one thing. House won't stand. Uh, That's just not how this thing works. Um, So let's all find ways to show that each uh, each and every type of person is doing something different. And all of those things are just as important, and we can rate we can rate them uh, we can rate them with equity and respect and with honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, there are <laughs> There are black workers who suck. <laughs> uh, there are queer workers who suck. Sure. There are women who suck. Mm-hmm. there are white guys who suck. Um, and um, there are queer black, white, you know, Latino, Asian, wrestlers who are absolutely unbelievably mm-hmm. incredible and we got to give them all opportunities to shine and that's all I want uh, <laughs> I mean that's what we do at Fly and Be, we just basically yeah. we, we hey these people are, are the people that we want, cool, cool, cool Um, what does that kind of look like, make the room look like okay, cool, cool, cool and now let's make sure that we can have open honest discussions with them about what's expected of them and what they expect of us mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, what are your That's thoughts great. on the uh, – yeah. <laughs> I mean. yeah, I want to keep going with you. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the GCW for the culture uh, shows that don't seem to really – be around as much anymore which lends the question what was the culture that GCW was kind of <laughs> spearheading here but yeah. what what were your feelings about the genuine nature the intent of those shows because uh, they seem to be kind of buzzing yeah um, during the beginning of the pandemic last year now yeah. I haven't heard anything about for the culture or seen any sort of GCW with the African-American colors behind them um, and and honestly and not to try to lead you on this yeah. question when Darius Carter got booked by GCW for the culture his promo where he was uh, kind of asking, how is he not good enough for GCW Chapa In City, general, or yeah. how is he not good enough for GCW Joey Janella Spring Break? Yeah. But now that it's for the culture, the oh, show, you're yeah. gonna call Darius, uh, you know mm-hmm. Lockhart to be a part of it. So, and, um, I mean, they've were you have you ever been on one of
4: those shows? Yeah, I, I was on the For the Culture show that they did for the 24 Hours show. Okay. Um, and Jordan, me and Jordan were we we worked uh, Mike Outlaw and uh, Camaro Jackson, great wrestlers, great. Wrestlers. What was that great around like two in the morning? Oh my God, it was that. So it was supposed to be <laughs> at midnight. It was supposed to be at the strike of midnight, but uh, the power went out. That's right. So oh, an wow. hour. So an hour Jeez. later. Yeah. Uh, when J
0: Rose went to start the show yeah. <laughs> and he said it's about to get black as you know what in yeah. here, and yeah. then the, the feed cut out. It was on Botch wow. Media It was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> because he said now this show is about to get you, can't make that you know, time time and now. then bloop, that's it. The feed okay. was cut. <laughs> Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So yeah, got pushed back to like two in the morning yeah, or something. Yeah, and we were freezing. Yeah. The building,
4: unfortunately, was not as warm as it could have been. Mm. There were no heaters. Which, <laughs> it's familiar I with mean, those buildings? yes yeah. Where it's <laughs> You're like, right? oh, oh yeah. where it's like, okay, great. We're we're dying, and we gotta. We're I'm am in, I'm in my gear. Mm-hmm, so I'm freezing. Yeah. <laughs> um, anytime, anytime somebody does a show, you got to ask yourself, why are we doing it, right? And who's involved in that, and if the right people are involved in the way that will lead to it being successful. Um, I think that uh, – like, for example, I think Effie's Big Gay Brunch reeks of authenticity because I think that Effie takes – really takes the care um, to make sure that that stuff works that the show that he is creating, that the people that he's involved with, that the people who he's inviting, that the 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 spectacle and the 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 wrestling that he's that he's bringing is 100% authentic to to the wrestling scene that well GCW will will allow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think one of the things for for the culture that I know people brought up was that it felt like a deflection from the real question which is gcw has a majority has a majority white roster and a lot of people are frequently asking hey where are the women hey where are the where are the people of color hey you know what, what, what you have all of these people who you're calling the last outlaws but i see a bunch of people who can do awesome things and would totally fit your environment and setting and aren't being you know and aren't being utilized um and that's for, that's for them to deal with. All I know is that when I wanna watch a show, I subconsciously take into, into account how much, People are represented. and That's not necessarily, hey, I need to see, you know, I need to see, you know, a a guy who looks like me, who's my exact age, who has my religious background. But even when I just watch, you know, I mean, even if you watch WWE now and you see their roster, you're like, oh, there's people, there's people of color here. At the highest level of professional wrestling, there's people of color here. For the biggest indie in the world to be lacking in that, Mm -hmm. it seems... Strange. Now I know that AJ and J Rose both were involved in the booking process for For the Culture, and I think that they did really good jobs. I think that some of those matchups were really, really fantastic. At first. Yes. But I also do think that, like, everybody could use a little bit more representation on their shows. I know that we have a very specific group of individuals who usually are interested in becoming a professional wrestler and being involved and that takes a little bit of extra work and people get really frustrated <laughs> when you have to do extra work. Mm-hmm. Uh I know it because I've been I've been through it now. After after somebody put the book in my hands and realizing what it takes to get talent here on the right day and make sure they're safe, plus with COVID precautions, plus the building, plus making sure that the commission, you know, will let you will let you run. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what matches do we need to put up when do we need to do x y and z uh you don't feel like um, doing that work but at this point if people ask the question it means that if one person asks the question it means that 20 people have asked the question to themselves if 20 people ask the question it means that 20 times 20 people Mm -hmm. have asked the question to themselves um so it's just that awareness of going, mm, okay. So they're pointing out a problem to me, and not taking it as, not taking it as offense. I don't think it, it should it shouldn't be offensive. If somebody was like, "Hey, uh, this aspect of your show was offensive to me," and they explained why in a manner that wasn't like, "Hey, you're you're an f wit," or "You're you're this," and "You're that," and "You're blah blah blah," and "You're this," I'd probably be willing to say, "You know what? That, that has a point. I, I I see what I see what you're saying." Uh, and that's really what what it is it's just taking constructive criticism uh, because your audience wants cuz the audience wants to like those shows the audience wants to like the for the culture shows mm-hmm. but the audience mm-hmm. also like but a black audience also wants to like wants to be involved with her friends with like GCW and they want to see that representation and you know no shade to AJ because I really do think that like he should have been signed by now already I, 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 he's 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 a beast he's a monster he's legitimate um but like we want to see we want to see black indie you know guys and gals and, and 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 pals on that show too, not just John Gresham because John's famous, not just Scorpio Sky because Scorpio's a legend. Oh, sorry, not too, this, cold, too Scorpio. cold Scorpio. Thank you so much. It's not all just good. Too, not just too cold Scorpio because Scorpio's a legend. We want to see like, oh man, D- Dari- Darius Lockhart. Yeah, Darius Lockhart or Darius Carter. Carter. Yeah, hey, <laughs> those, are two guys, those are two guys who are ready made for those for those positions mm-hmm. and they can. They bring, I mean, like clearly from NWA and from from uh, from AEW Dark, they 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 shine in rooms. They shine in rooms. They get in rooms, and you just see how legitimate and how fun they are. I mean, even gosh, I know he's been on. I know they've been on those shows, but like f- being more featured players, being people who are who are there more frequently. Um, Tankman, I mean, even Tankman's a badass. He should heck. Tankman could be on that show more. He's a giant. Like who's gonna who's gonna knock who's gonna knock down Cal? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I I get it. It's it people when people are are uh, when people receive that criticism, the first thing that you want to do is put your fists up and protect yourself mm-hmm. because you think that what people are trying to trap you in is the oh I take offense game. But they're not. They right. want to watch your show and they want to enjoy it, and they're just saying. Hey, I've noticed that you guys are kind of slipping on like hey, not so not too many women on here or only the same two women on here or mm-hmm. only the same black mm-hmm. women on there, but like they make a great product. Um like people like it. People clearly like it. They're they're playing Hammerstein Ballroom, so like you know, Everybody's just asking, hey, can we get a little bit – can we spice it up a little bit? Can we get a (laughs) little bit more more aspects of the rainbow? Well, they got
0: Leo on their roster, and AJ just got announced to be fighting Kingston in the Hammerstein ballroom. So that will be a nice kind of rub ski for him. I know I've been monopolizing the cast and our guest here, but I got got one more. and then um, I think we got to drive the ship home. Yeah. in your career now, spanning eight years, have you ever gotten into a situation where you felt that because of your race or because of you being a younger guy, that someone in the locker room or in the ring has tried you and tried to intimidate or bully you or take liberties with you in the ring? I like to ask this of I a know, lot of our guests do. because yeah. I come from the school of Axel Rotten and, and RJ and, you mm-hmm. know, Nick Tarantino, those old Absolutely. school guys that would, yeah, yeah, that would really kind of like, really give you, 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 like, you know, j- rattle your teeth. Just mm-hmm. to like be like, you know, kid. I've been doing this for ten years. You just started.
4: You don't know anything. Has there ever been an experience where you felt like someone was was trying you? No, um, I've I've been in. I mean, like you know, I've gotten I've gotten chopped to chopped to dog meat. What's well, your training? As, though. Yeah, yeah. As much as the next. Um, as much as the next person, and been you know been. Uh, I I've luckily been in situations where one some of the folks were just too lazy to you know to really to, to really stretches <laughs> really stretches really stretch out to kill us, uh, and. Every time that I've been faced with a hard-hitting opponent, usually, it's a person who, like, not only do I like, but I respect. Um, The only time that I've been like, hmm, this is bad, is uh, I did a show in West Virginia uh, years ago. I think my first or second year. uh, And, like, uh, I was working heel, and I was working heel-heel. And I was was a young guy, so, you know, I was just getting heat, blah, blah, blah. And I just got called the N-word. And uh, I think that's absolutely nuts. But, like the like nobody got kicked out over it or anything like that but like you <laughs> it know, was west virginia yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh, i mean i
2: grew up 10 minutes away from west yeah, virginia i get like, it they're not kicking you out for that
4: yeah but <laughs> like you know like you're like oh sheesh okay well <laughs> uh, i guess you're the person who i'm gonna mess with this entire time then because uh because i'm gonna mess with up. make sure <laughs> that they're not following me to my car more it, like because i'm gonna get with more a more. posse because i'm gonna yeah. get the most heat off of them but like yeah you know i've been i'm i'm uh I I I think I give off the idea uh, or people get get from me because I'm uh, because I'm a kind of soft spoken, kind hearted person that I'm uh, that I'm that I'm soft. Uh, uh, But uh, I am from Baltimore and like we used to we we used to sleep on the we used to sleep on mattresses on the floor because there were like bullet holes in our in our like in our apartment. Yeah, you had to stay down yeah, yeah beneath our, the window. Yeah, in our apartment window. So or sorry, in our apartment walls, like things that have been covered up and stuff like that. So like I'm like I've never been one to not stand up for myself. I've been beaten up by bullies. I've uh I've beaten kids up. Uh I've uh I've I've protected people from stuff, you know, I've run from stuff. Uh I uh I'm I'm always, every time I'm in the ring, of the mind that if you show me the respect that I deserve, I'm going to show you the respect that you deserve. Everybody can hit me so hard. I'm 100%, especially because I'm a grapple guy, I'm 100% always open to like, hey, man, you a big strikes guy? Great. Great. Light me up that's awesome as long as you sell my as long as you sell my grapple stuff, we're gonna have a great old day that's why I started wearing the mouth guard because if somebody's hit me real hard, I can just b- bite down on that thing and imagine that i'm a tr- uh in shangri-la and I'm okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um but like yeah the it's just I'm always uh uh, I've I've been lucky enough to be shielded from that aspect of people being like, oh hey, I'm gonna kill you, not let you get any offense in, and then be like, hey, good job, kid. Um, I think I like just barely missed it because I think my my travels and stuff like that, I got from old school trainers to new school trainers, yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah. it's a gener- <laughs> generational thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, thing. I
1: feel like it also has to be a respect thing because you do seem very respectful of the business yeah. and just everybody that you I've, get in there with.
4: The second the second I the second i started wrestling i was like okay any you know eyes eyes closed ears open eyes open learn what you can and like ask how to do stuff but don't ask people why because they'll explain it to you and then if you don't know why then you can be like okay so Take me through X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, but never be like, oh, actually, can I uh, can I show you how to do? <laughs> don't do the yeah, the yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah, no. This is, it's, it's, a, it's a business of respect. It's the protection business. That's what the, the Scots would always tell me. They said it's the protection business. You protect your partner, you protect, uh, you, if you protect your partner, you protect yourself. And if you respect your partner, you respect yourself. That's how you do it. Oh, I like that. It's also like the that. mafia. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: don't tell anybody anything. If we <laughs> Keep it all in the family <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Well, I wanted to bring up one other thing that we yeah. didn't quite get to. Um, but we had mentioned at the beginning of the hour that you've never officially wrestled in MCW, but you have wrestled um or and worked with some people who are are in MCW. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I wanted to touch on that. Uh, Killy McMurphy. Yes, uh, we're still working on bringing big dust in. and yeah. then, um, I believe you had a, a match against Erica Lee, right? Was oh, it okay. her?
4: so uh so I've I've had tag matches against Erica uh-huh. I've never gotten to wrestle Erica 1 on 1. This <laughs> is a bit that we this is a bit that we always do. We always end up telling this story. Um we have tried for so long since the beginning of the pandemic to get somebody to let us wrestle each other because we're really good at. Mm-hmm. It. Um we've trained enough that we've been like, "Oh, we would have a we'd have a fireworks match." Uh can't can't make it happen.
2: Well, um, you know, I know some people here. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, we can pull that, some strings. That's why I wanted to throw that uh, out there. That you've not actually, yeah. I've wrestled Andretti. I know Mm -hmm. you guys have
4: had Bro here. I've wrestled Bro. Oh, that's right. That was the other one I Uh, meant to
2: bring up. um, Yeah, Bro.
4: Have I wrestled in the, or just been in a lot of rooms with Keys? I feel like Dante and Keys, I see them everywhere, but I don't know if we've (laughs) ever wrestled. Um, You guys got a lot of, uh, I mean, Tommy. Um, Sheesh. You guys have a lot of folks, Ken. I mean, like uh, guys who I see all around the (laughs) place, but I'm always like, yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know, we. We might have some, <laughs> some stroke with the booking department we'll here, s- we'll so, you. We'll <laughs> you
4: know.
0: Let's see how it is. And you know what? I, I may have some stroke <laughs> a couple places in New Jersey, and I yeah. know there are uh, a recognized champion in certain yes, companies please, up there, so.
4: At Old Magic. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, that belt is so big. She's, uh, she's been... Um, we had a training day one day when we like we all well, all like all of us kind of like goon, goonish workers like the goons will all like get together and we'll all do like a training thing. And Erica came and we were all like talking blah 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 shooting the you know shooting the s and then um she uh she she was like uh yeah blah 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 like because uh, they had done a taping for it and I was like yeah how'd that go and she goes you want to know something and I was like what and she goes. I'm champ. <laughs> she like shows us. She like takes the belt out of it. Nice. And she goes. Yeah. The belt is so big. I was like, that is insane. <laughs> and she goes. Yeah, yeah. She goes. They, she goes. Like yeah. was like surprised me when it, when we when we did it. It's just so. It was such a such a shock. And I was like, I was like, yeah. But like also like, you're five. You're five ten. You're hundred something pounds. Like you are. You look like like. You, if we're talking about a world where like intergender wrestling is intergender wrestling and we're talking about people uh, who look formidable versus people who like you know look less formidable like yeah you're you know you're an ass kicker like equal opportunity <laughs> like let's go like you're mm-hmm. I mean like you're bigger than you're bigger than some of the guys that I work like there are some things that I can do with some of the dudes like just pick them up spin them, up, spin them around that like I can't do with Erica uh, so like yeah like she she's a bruiser uh, it's why her and uh, her and Bora are always talking about how big they are, because they both <laughs> are. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Well,
0: well, either MCW Pro or Pro Wrestling Magic, I'm sure we will be seeing Eel O'Neal across the ring from the gummy bear, gummy bear kid. Please. please. Erica Lee. Please.
1: Finally.
2: So and that brings us to uh, the next place where you can see MCW. We've got a huge weekend coming up in what? Two weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. About two weeks. Uh, yeah. February fifth and sixth, Celeb Fest. So yeah, so this Sweet. is a mouthful. So we've got Celeb Fest three, but it's a two-day event in two different cities and two different zip codes. The whole nine, na- the whole nine yards. We've got Celeb Fest during the day, which is a convention. You can meet lots of stars. John, you want to f- name drop a couple people who are going to be appearing?
1: We're going for Hollywood. Yeah, we let's got start with Hollywood. Le- Lita, Adam Cole, Leo Rush, Kevin Nash, Boogeyman, just. Uh, what was it, like 40 stars, I believe? It's a lot. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) essentially. So you want
2: to look up, uh, you can go to our website and it has all the information there um, where you can get tickets for the convention and if you want to do different meet and greets. But we want you to stay because then that night we've got a show in Hollywood, which is like our second home away from home. We love, love, love the fans in Hollywood, so we can't wait to go back to there. And then, because we're going to have so much fun on February 5th, we're going to do it all again on February 6th. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do the same thing, but this time we're going to come on this side of the bridge, and we'll be in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Now, this is a new venue for us at... Um,
1: La Fontaine Blue. La Fontaine yeah. Blue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So exactly we right will be that is. there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is that... So they have, like, weddings and stuff there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> please let there be a wedding going on. Like, I just feel like that <laughs> that should happen. Um, we could all crash their wedding. I think that would be fun. I and might crash <laughs> the reception just yeah. the dance. Right. So we'll <laughs> do the same thing again. We'll have the convention during the day, and then in the evening we will have um, a wrestling show. So if you want to get tickets for that, please do. Um, you can go to our website, of course, um, MCWProWrestling.com. It has all the information there where you can get tickets. Um, just know that there are separate tickets. For the separate events. So if you buy a ticket to Celeb Fest, that doesn't mean you're coming to the show. If you buy a ticket to the show, that doesn't mean you're getting in the door to Celeb Fest. So do take a minute to look. Um, you know, it, it's customizable, so you can meet who you want to meet and uh, take part in the things that you want to take part in. But do go to our website, MCWProWrestling.com. Um, you can buy tickets just to any of the shows, of course, at Hideaway Collectibles if you want an in person experience, want to check out. Um, since we have so many, what, over 40 stars coming. Um, to Celeb Fest, and I'm sure more will be announced in the next two weeks as well um, you might want to stop by Hideaway Collectibles and get some merchandise to get autographed so if you're looking for those hard to find collectibles and don't want to pay shipping um, head on over to Hideaway Collectibles, hideawaycollectibles.com and Hideaway is located in lovely Dundalk on Hollowbird Avenue right down the street from Jimmy's Famous Seafood.
0: There. That's right.
2: You I do think get- I ca- got it all. I think you yeah, got right. it all. That was a mouthful. <laughs> <powerful.
0: laughs> oh, yeah.
2: It's a big weekend. And I didn't even talk about the other shows we have coming up because they're coming too. But February 5th and 6th, it's a lot going on, a lot of big stuff happening. And
0: yeah. That's anyway, right. Two, it. five, two, six. You don't want to be at Celeb Fest standing in front of the Briscoes without their authentic toys for you to sign. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> miss out on this. So stop on by Hideaway Collectibles, grab something. Yeah. And we'll see y'all at Celeb Fest 3 on February 5th and 6th. And we will see you right here next week for another edition of the MCW cast for our very special in-studio guest, Eel O'Neill. Thank you again for John, the producer, and Tara, the heart. I'm Larry Legend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday at 8. You, you